Welcome to the CC Broadcast, a part of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministries. This week we'll be hearing from our associate radio preacher, Pastor Tim Butker, and his message, Shaped by God's Word. We are so glad to have you join us in this time that we've set aside to turn our hearts towards the Lord and worship and prayer and to open the scripture and invite God to speak to us by the power of his spirit through there. This is a time for us to encourage each other in our faith journeys this side of eternity. And we sure do hope and pray that you're encouraged and lifted up by the music that we share here and by the teaching of the Holy Bible. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we pause for a moment here to acknowledge your presence with us, no matter where we're listening from and where we're hearing this. We understand that if we go to the, uh, the heights of the mountains, you're there. The depths of the sea, you're there. We thank you for your presence and your mercy and grace towards us in the giving of your Son and the gift of eternal life. As we encourage each other in our faith journeys here today, would you lift us up and be the lifter of our head? Would you renew us and refresh us in our hearts? Help us sense the work of your Spirit in this time that we've set aside to come before you. May we be strengthened and empowered and filled more fully on the inside by you. May you increase and may we decrease and in so doing, find more life in you. Thank you, Father, for your kindness and your mercy to us. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. How firm a foundation, ye saints of the Lord, is laid for your faith in his excellent word. What more can he say than to you?
as we talk about being shaped by God's Word today, we're highlighting a number of scriptures that the Bible shares with us about itself. And we begin with Psalm 119, verses 105, where the psalmist acknowledged that God's Word was a lamp unto his feet and a light unto his path. We read Jesus' words in Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, where he said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. We consider Paul's instruction to Timothy, recorded for us in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, when he said, All scripture is God-breathed. This whole scripture, this book of the Bible, is God-breathed, and it's profitable for us for teaching and reproof and correction and training in righteousness, that we may be equipped for every good work that God has for us. We think of Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, which tells us the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces to the division of the soul and the spirit of joints and marrow, discerning the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. We think of Psalm 19, verses 7 and 8, where it says, the psalmist declaring, the law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. And we think of Paul's further instruction to young Timothy when he said in 2 Timothy 2 verse 15, recorded for us there, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a workman who has no need to be ashamed, who rightly handles the word of truth. Holy Bible, book
Well, we are talking today about being shaped by God's Word. And the, the question of the day is, whom or what are you letting or my letting shape us the most in life? Are we truly being shaped by God's Word? Or who's doing the shaping? You know, the English word for shaped has different synonymous words. But if we're shaped by something or someone, it means we're being formed by them, we're being crafted by them, or by, by something, we're being hammered, we're being milled, we're being pressed into a certain form. All of these words, and even the word shape, has this idea of a sense of energy and force being exerted on something or someone to, to bring intentional change to the subject at hand, when we shape something, or form something, or or mill something, or craft something, we're we're pressing it into a certain form in an intentional way. Many carpenters do this, artists do this. Since we're made in the image of God, we have a a capacity to shape and mold things. And the Scripture tells us that the subject that God is most interested in shaping and forming in all of His creation. For his own glory and for his own purposes, the subject that he's most interested in for this is you and me. I mean, he he shaped all that exists. Creation is here because of his doing. And he said it was all good when he formed it and fashioned it. But then after he formed us in his image, he said it was very good. The subject that he's most interested in is you and me. Do you know how much... You matter to God. I mean, he formed you from the very beginning. The scripture says we all came from him. Genesis 2 verse 7 says he fashioned or shaped the first man from the dust of the ground, and then he breathed into him the breath of life. It also tells us that he formed us in a a different way. It says he knew us before he formed us. He had the idea of us in his mind, and then he formed us in the secret place. He knit us together in our mother's womb. Our most inner being was fashioned by him or formed by him. Psalm 139 verse 13. His eyes saw our unformed bodies, not just the innermost being of who we are, but but our unformed bodies before he began to weave them together in our mother's womb. I mean, It's a marvel and a wonder, the psalmist says, that we're formed and shaped by God. And then at some point, God doing all this work of bringing humans into existence and each human being being fashioned by him at some point in God's divine ordained timetable, you and I were catapulted out into this world. We call it our birthday, our birthday. We celebrate this day. It was Probably a traumatic day for most of us. I've been around a few births myself when when us being in the hidden place and being woven together in the mother's womb, that time ends and we, we are birthed out and catapulted out into this world. And here we are. And you're there listening to me and, and I'm sitting here and we're in this world now, shaped and formed by God, brought into existence by him. And now we're still being shaped and formed, and molded, and milled, and crafted, our lives are. But now, different from before we came into existence, we're also a conscious part of the process. We didn't have much choice in who we were, and the timing of when we were born, and what God had in mind when he fashioned us together. But now, 
Now we get to play a part in the process of being shaped and molded and crafted and milled. And we're living in a world now where there are many other forces at work in us and around us in the world that have an effect on the shaping and the forming our lives. And we have a will in that whole process. And so then comes the question currently right now again, whom or what are you letting shape your life and who am I letting shape my life the most? I mean, not just physically, but spiritually and mentally and emotionally, all these things. God is interested in them all. He, he fashioned our inner being and our outer being. And, and very easily we can see that the energy of food shapes us. Food has an influence on us. The kind of food we eat shapes our body and forms it in different ways. The energy of exercise and our need for rest has an effect on how we operate. <laughs> I had a busy day today and didn't have the opportunity to eat much good food, and it started to affect my inner being, my attitude a little bit. You know, and then if you get too slothful in your exercise and your movement, you may even become a lazier person, and that forms and shapes us. And then there's the whole process of aging in a broken world that forms and shapes our bodies and has an effect on our bodies. And all of these things also affect our, our inner being, our inner man, our soul and our spirit and our, our mental capacities. And all of these things shape and mold us, the food we eat, the what we do with our bodies, the rest we get, the, the process of aging. All of this is shaping and molding us at externally and somewhat internally. And internally, we can be affected by other things as well. The Bible highlights so many things that have the capacity that will shape us and mold us. And that's what God is most concerned about, what's happening on the inside of us. The Bible is very clear that God does not look on the outside of man, but on the inside. And it tells us there's all kinds of forces working to shape and mold who we are as people. The Ephesians 6 mentions the spiritual forces of evil in this dark world, the schemes of the devil, that there's spiritual forces working to shape us in a negative way before God, very real. James mentions that sufferings, the sufferings that God allows in our lives are working to shape and mold us and can actually work for good in our lives in shaping us. Many places in Scripture mention that the people we choose to surround ourselves with have a great effect on our lives. Proverbs 27, 17 says, Iron sharpens iron, one man, one woman sharpens another. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33 tells us that bad company can corrupt us on the inside. And, and bad company can corrupt good morals and good God-honoring life. And also the ideologies and narratives and messages and songs that we choose to listen to. The news broadcast, the radio or online content, all of this that we listen to shapes and molds our heart and our mind, our soul, and then has an effect on our lives. 1 Timothy 4 verse 7 refers to the presence of godless myths and old wives' tales. I mean, it's just so many things that are coming at us, forces working to shape and mold us. It's the thing that God wants to continue to shape us the most in this life, right now in this world, is still him, the one who created us in the beginning, the one who fashioned us and formed us. He, he wants to be Lord of our lives, shaping and molding us by the work of his spirit and through the power of his revealed word. You see, we have a part to play in this. We have choices to make of what we're allowing to influence us the most. 
And my question today is, what is that for you? Who or what are you allowing to shape you the most? How much influence does the, the revealed Word of God and the Spirit of God have in your life? How much, how much rain have you given Him? Are you asking Him to continue to work? Or are you being careless with your life and having it be tossed to and fro, as the Scripture says, by every wind of doctrine that comes or these old wives' tales or godless myths? This book we're referring to, the Bible, it's the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, the Word of life. It's the living Word that judges the thoughts and the attitudes of our, our hearts. It, it can quicken us and bring life to us. Jesus tells us that his Word listened to and obeyed becomes the foundation of a firm and secure life. I mean, this is a miraculous book we're talking about. There's, there's nothing else in all of creation with the power of the Bible. Even the good news of the Bible is the power of God unto the salvation of all people. And it divides our soul from our spirit. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of our heart. It's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Paul told young Timothy, it's, it's a useful book for instructing and training and correcting and teaching us in all of life. He told him to devote himself to, to reading it, the public reading of it, and the preaching and teaching of it. I mean, of all the things that we should allow into our lives to shape and mold us, the number one thing, God is clear in his word, that he wants to have an effect on us is the revelation, what he's revealed to us about himself and about creation and about the, the world and how it operates and his work in it and his redemptive plan and his instruction in, in life and living financially and family-wise and relationship-wise and government-wise and how we should view the world and realities that are true in it. It's all given to us in his word. <laughs> but he tells us there that there's a a time coming, and, and we're in this time, friends. There's no question. It's a, it's a part of human nature to resist God's revelation and his word. And he says in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 3 and 4, the time will come and when people will not put up with sound teaching from the Bible, sound doctrine, God's revelation. They just won't put up with it. Instead, to suit their own desires, this is the human fleshly desires, the sinful desires of the human heart, They'll gather around themselves a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and the revelation of Scripture and turn aside to myths. And this is the battle we're in, friends. The shaping and molding of our lives is continuing right now in the present. And there's all these forces working to shape and mold us. And you and I get a vote about what we let shape and mold us, the people we let in our lives, the narratives, the ideology, the songs, the news, the, the teachings that we allow to affect us. And I'm asking you today, is the Bible in that repertoire? And at what place in that repertoire are the scriptures having an influence on you? God has asked us, to let the scripture shape and mold us. There'll be a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. They'll be the lifter of our head. They, they will guide us. They will instruct us. They will train us in right living. 
Paul wrote to those in Rome and said, do not be conformed or shaped by the patterns of this world, the deceptions of this world, the ideologies of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that comes through saturating our mind with the revelations that God has given us in his word about what's true about all of creation and all of life. He says, do this, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. I mean, the truth of the matter is if we don't let God shape our thinking about life in all its various categories, he tells us here that we'll start to make stuff up about life. Old wives' tales and these kind of things, ungodly myths. We'll make stuff up about our understanding of how politics should work, what is the use of money, how marriage and family is designed, our identity as men and women, and our sexuality and how we should manage our sexuality. The eternity will make stuff up about the hereafter. We'll have ideas about reincarnation or crazy ideas about where we came from and our existence and the meaning of life. But if we let his word shape us, friends, oh, if we continue to look into it, James says, it'll set us free. It, it'll, it'll enliven us. It'll give us life. It's a, it's a measuring stick, the prophet Zechariah said. It's a plumb line, Amos said. It's a yardstick for life. It, it helps us determine what is real and what is true, and we should let it shape our entire view of life, our ambitions, what drives us. As we, as we see what God is doing in the world, we could join him with, with our ambition and our goals, and we could let him shape our dreams in line with what he reveals to us about what he's doing in the world, in his word. It can shape our view of money and time and resources and how precious it all is and our, our view of what is sinful and what truly honors God. And this is, this is God's grace to us by giving us his word and revealing these things to us. And if we, if we don't let it shape our lives, we'll just start to make up stuff about life. And friends, we will miss out on the great things that God has in store for us in his will. The marvel and majesty and the wonder of his work in the world. It says there, we shouldn't be conformed or shaped to the things of this world, but we should be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Then, we will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Oh, friend, you and I matter to God so much. He created us. He fashioned us. He loves us. He wants us to thrive. He wants us to, to have a fullness of life in cooperation with him. And to be on that path, we need to listen to first and foremost the instruction of his word. Friend, are you letting the word of God be the greatest factor in shaping your heart, your mind, your soul, your outlook on life? If you aren't, can I invite you to ask God to help you be, be impassioned and hungered for his word and then to, to learn how to discipline yourself, to, to feed on his word, to meditate on it, to receive it into your heart and to begin to let it shape and mold every aspect of your life. This is what God wants for us because he loves us so much. Friend, let's be shaped first and foremost by what God has shown us to be true. 
Heavenly Father, we thank you for this chance to encourage each other in our faith journeys and listen to your word. We thank you for caring so deeply about us that you would show us your ways and your grace and your kindness to us through the gift of Jesus and the teachings about the kingdom of God here on the earth. Help us continue to have our hearts open, protected, not shaped by all the worldly thinking around us, but shaped by your spirit and by your word so that we could live freely before you in the unique ways you've created each of us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto feel afraid, think I've lost my way, still you're there right beside me. Nothing will I fear as long as you are near. Please be near me to the Hi, this is Matt Reister, Executive Director for Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Thanks for tuning in to today's broadcast. We're here to proclaim Jesus Christ as Redeemer of the world and to promote the truth of God's Word. In addition to this weekly broadcast, we want to mention two podcasts which you can listen to for free on our website, christiancrusaders.org, or on our mobile app, the Christian Crusaders app, which can be downloaded from the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. The CC Podcast Daily Dose features short devotions from an overview of the Bible and the 
CC Podcast Conversations features inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. You can listen to those interviews and over 60 others, as well as our daily Bible overview devotion and this broadcast, along with archive broadcasts from former preachers on our website, christiancrusaders.org, or on our free mobile app. Today you've been listening to the broadcast transmission of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministries. We're one of America's longest-running radio ministries on the air since 1936. We are completely donor-funded and donations are tax-deductible. They can be sent to 7401 University Avenue, Cedar Falls, Iowa, 50613, or made online at christiancrusaders.org. Thank you for tuning into this broadcast. We'll be here again next week at the same time, and until then, may God richly bless you.